This is the Howard's Way podcast from Antique Dust. The story so far. Tom has cashed in his redundancy payout and bought into the mermaid yard. He's making changes. Jack's not happy. He doesn't want to have new plastic fantastic boats. He wants everything to be wood. Anyway, I'm Jonathan. I'm Rob. And together we are Antique Antique Dust. Dust. Yay! Where we are dusting down the glorious yachty drama series that is Howard's Way! was first broadcast in September the 29th in 1985. Oh. Oh, So, So, what did we think of this week's episode? It was eventful. It was. It was jam-packed. Yeah, I mean... Lots going on. Yeah, I mean, this episode, it was sort of... It was dovetailing quite a few loose ends and it was setting it up for a variety of storylines that were sort of... that, that have been vying for attention. So um, we start off with uh, so what happened last week was there was a huge row that was happening in the Mermaid there was Yard. Handbags at handbags twenty at pieces. Dawn. So they, oh, poor Dawn. <laughs> well, we do see Ken Masters' living girlfriend Dawn in this episode. We do, but the episode starts with Avril chasing after Jack across the Mermaid Yard. Dad, Dad, uh, where because he's obviously been voted down with regards to um sort of going forward with the idea for a tom's new, marvelous idea for, for a new cruiser yacht. new cruiser made out of plastic or something <laughs> so obviously um jack is not very happy because he ha- he thought he was getting tom howard's money and tom howard would just be sitting in the in the wings just say admiring the woodwork and saying yes jack no jack but unfortunately um tom has other ideas he does yes. he has a mind of his own and he has ideas and he has plans plans, plans afoot to make this new yacht so avril is running after jack because he, she's stood with uh tom to make this new boat yes uh and jack is not happy and i think he really and i think he sees the sort of the benefits of a new yacht but it's not using his traditional wooden standards and blah blah, blah, blah i'm blah, not blah. so sure i don't think he sees any any reason at all to veer from the is the, the time-honoured tradition that is driving the yard into I, bankruptcy? I really don't know. I mean, I think he he can see he can see the benefits of it, but he can also he doesn't want the traditions to be thrown out. And I think it's 
he, do, he he doesn't like change. He definitely doesn't like no. change, and, and you can understand That's true. that. And I, I can fully understand exactly where Jack's coming from. But um, Tom wants a project and wants to make a success of things, and he doesn't want his hundred thousand pounds to be squandered on the loss making formula that has driven yeah. the, the mermaid jarred into the arms of the liquidator. Yeah. And that that doesn't want that he doesn't want that to happen. So And um, neither does Avril. No, no. So And actually neither does Jack. But Jack believes that if they just keep on doing what they're doing it will miraculously it will miraculously change. And it's one of the definitions of madness. Yeah. And to I, keep doing what you're doing and expect different results. I've always done it this way and it's always <laughs> it's not working but i'll keep doing it the same way it's like, yes yeah <laughs> your car might go down the motorway the wrong side of the junction <laughs> wrong side of the carriageway it may work that way however it's there's going to be a problem <laughs> so and then we move swiftly on to the lovely abby that who is mooping around in her oversized jumper um trying to find uh leo yeah well we've we've you've you've leaped leapt over yes you've leapt over uh jan arriving in her mini metro with her jazzy tune oh yes yeah yeah so jan has got an idea so she's been going around all these um sort of yachty shops yachty shops yachty shops Uh, because ken master's original plan was to have a supermarket for um, sort of all the accessories and everything, a one-stop shop for a one-stop a shop. shop for a yachty, a one-stop yachty shop. And uh, so she's been to Southampton, and then she went to London, and she's got rafts and rafts of glamorous brochures. But she's got a little, a little plan afoot, yes. and she's she wants... seen the flaw, the flaw in Ken's plan, and she has a better one. Yes, she has a much better one. So Ken says. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, let me take you out to dinner and you can tell me there. You can tell me all about it. So, And Jan agrees. So I, I don't think she sees the, that Ken Masters is angling. He's not. He, she, she may be. She may be I, I, I don't know. She's, she's not as good as she's cabbage looking. No, is, is, is I, our Jan, and I think she's probably got a fairly shrewd idea. And who knows, she might even be using her feminine, feminine wiles. I know to so. get to get what she wants out of Ken. That doesn't mean that she's falling for his oily charms. But However, you never know. Well, we so we we have another little scene with the delightful Ken and Jan. It's just lovely. Um, and then so then we get to And there's Abby. Dawn there as well. And we and got, she's yeah. not. She's, she's, she's suspicious of Jan's um, motives. Uh, but Ken, Ken is just really nasty to Dawn. And it's, it, I, want, I, I can understand Dawn, Dawn's just latched onto the, the, the wallet, basically. And ultimately, she's going to the highest bidder, which is currently... Sort of the 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 delightful Ken, the delightful um, Ken. But Ken is treating her like a commodity, and there's pretty much, yeah, it's just she's convenient for him. Yes, but I think her sell by date has is, expired, is, um, or if it's not expired, it's fast approaching. Yes, and I think Dawn is is realizing this very very. Quickly. Of course, because she might she might be the the typical 
dolly bird mm. but she's got you know she's got a sensible head on her shoulders yeah so it's <sighs> and then we... another suitcase and the... another hole <sighs> and then, oh it's like little as hobo <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do the theme tune. <laughs> yeah. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe story. tomorrow she'll want to settle down. down. I think she wants to settle down. She just needs to find someone to take she's her She's find a new and, kennel. Yeah, <laughs> someone to buy her a collar. <laughs> so um, then we get on to Abby. Yes, then we get on to Abby. The, I mean, Abby's trudging round the streets of Tarrant, looking for looking for Leo, looking for Leo. So, and you'd have thought, why didn't she Never just pick up the telephone? Why did she just not pick up the telephone and say, "Hi, Leo, do you want to do something?" And but no, she trudges to the, to the yard and speaks with Davy, and Davy says, "Oh no, uh, say." He's he he doesn't work here. And I said, "Oh no, but he sometimes hangs around here." Really? Yes. So she's she's wandering around various places on in the off chance that, that Leo might be in. hanging around. I mean, that's not a great plan. That's is not it? really. Oh, why, I just don't understand why she just didn't pick up the telephone and say hi. Is Leo in? Is Leo in? Is Leo? Is Leo, is Leo going so to come out she to trudges play? to the mermaid yard, and then she then then she trudges to Leo's house, and then uh, Tom answers yeah. the door. Meanwhile, we know that Leo isn't there because we've seen him on his smelly motorcycle Cycle. with his sister on the back, clinging on to onto dro- the back, being dropped off at the yacht, and they're club. off. And they're, they're at the yacht club. Well, that's where Lynn Lynn is working. Yes, and. Uh, I, and then so that we, so we go to the, go in, inside the yacht club where Lynn is badly pulling pints and getting drinks behind the bar, and um, we have Leo and the friend that they went to college with, or, or some um, the, Nick. Nick. He was Nick. a bit nasty. Nasty Nick. Nasty Nick. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, yeah. And he has a he has a crush on on, on the on the on, delightful on Lynn. On the delightful Lynn. And but meanwhile Lynn only has eyes for uh, Giles from Buffy the Vampire, Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Well, she has eyes for his yacht. Yes. And she's got big goo goo eyes for his for it, his yacht. Yeah, so she's just she wants to go in the fastnet and she wants to be on his crew for the fastnet. So it's flirty gurty with him mm. and uh, Lee, uh, this Nick, nasty Nick, that was playing some sort of game. Uh, Shove Hapney, I think. Shove Hapney, and it was just seemed a bit re- weird. And then, um, and he was making a comment. I said, "Well, so you're not pure as the driven snow to Leo." And Leo said, "No, I get it, but I'm a little bit more picky. Yes, I'm not celibate. I'm not. I'm celibate. just choosy. I'm just choosy." And then Avril walks in. Yes, and his eyes are out right on stalks, like a wooga, a wooga. And so he goes over and says hello, 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 and because obviously Avril is looking around for Daddy because yes. Daddy's going off on, mm. off on. So the Daddy, t- yes, Daddy stormed off, and meanwhile Leo's had an encounter with with Jack, with Jack, drunken Jack, driving his driving his, his Cortina estate. Is that and was, I wasn't sure if it was a Cortina or a Granada. It was one. It was a Ford. It was yes. a Ford estate. It, a brown. Yes, it was a Sweeney esque. Uh, <laughs> Ford, I have to say, driven erratically through the streets of Tarrant. I have to say, Jack does a really good drunk. He does do a he, good drunk. He does do an epic drunk. He, steering, not so good. Well, drunk, uh, he, drunk, does, drunk, he does. He does. He does good drunk driving. I don't know. I, I thought the drunk driving just looked like he couldn't find the gear. 
Uh, well, when you're drunk, you do struggle to find the gear. I mean, goodness sake, you struggle to find the gear in our car um, <laughs> when you're sober. Well, that's only because, well, it's even worse now, isn't it? Because it's like now I've got my new company car, which is an automatic electric yes. automatic. Yes. And now I'm just not used to actually changing, changing gear. gear. <laughs> it's like, when we get a new car, we are definitely going to go in for an automatic. Yeah. I, the, the, mm. Gears are just so passe. I've, I've done yeah. gears to death. And now yeah. it's automatic all, all day, every yeah, day. Gears are so early 20th century. I know. It's just like, yeah, we need a need a driver. <laughs> it looks like Jack Rolfe needs a driver as well because because he's driving erratically. He's been he's pushed himself over the edge, really. I mean, he's going off on a full on bender, isn't yeah. he? And it and it was it was quite shocking, really. Were you shocked? I was. I was shocked by his singing. <laughs> he does do very good drunk singing as well. He does. And, uh, so it's, it's so uh, so Avril's fretting. Avril's fretting. So she's going around, around the hospitals and hospitals, and she's going around all the bars to go and see who's going off one because it sounds as though there's a little bit of a backstory. I don't think it was ever developed as very far. There was lots in this whole series of Howard's Way. Lots of sort of precursor stories were planted. Some of them were taken for, through it on the story arc. But a lot of them were just left hanging. Yes. But it did. What I really quite like about Howard's Way is it allows you, as the sort of the viewer, to work work on the story. Uh, so there is no right or wrong story. They have, you have the story art that they're taking you through, but there's also lots of backstories that say you are you you made to work, and I thought that was really good. And this episode is fabulous because so was we're lots... using our imagination. Then. We are, we are. And so what? Which bit of backstory are what? you alluding to? Well, with, I think with Jack going off on a bender. So is, because Jack doesn't. Is there some kind of backstory there about him being a recovering alcoholic or something uh, like that? No, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's being pushed over the edge, and you, you would have thought that emotionally fragile. I wouldn't. Yes, there's a fragility there. But I don't know. There, there does seem to be a storyline that he's he's gone off the rails before, but we don't. Nothing's. But it's sort of alluded to a little bit. He's done this before. Well, it's, I think I. I don't know if it's been alluded to. I think it's it's hidden in plain sight that uh, Avril has experienced Jack on a bender before. She knows where he goes. Yeah. She knows what but he also does. The, Last time he ended up in a police cell. But, yeah, and also there's, like, a little back... little stories with regards to Jan in last week's episode stating that, all oh, right, he got the mermaid yard and he was a bit of a ladies' man and he, he got the yard. And we know that Avril was lost a mother and was yeah. brought up solo by Jack... And there's the the there are there's a lot of back yeah and of course that whole backstory around it, getting the yard and all the rest of it that is actually you know that that forms part of the 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 the, 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 the forthcoming plot doesn't it uh, was it is it in this episode this series or the next series when the well let's not yeah, we're, spoilers we're, spoilers, we're, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers but I mean, what what I really like about it is that there's a lot of you can make your mind up that there's been a, a bit of story there, and there's also a really with Kate as well. Yeah, so these are these are fully formed characters, really. That, I mean, because Kate, they're, they're, it's not as if they've been they've not been you know, just dropped from from afar. We, no. we do we do get a sense of but, history and tradition and and all the rest. Because of it. so with, with, we've got the Kate story, so Kate 
Kate has a has an uh, an evening with Tom because Jan is go, is going out yeah, for so dinner. So Tom, so yeah, I guess we get back onto the onto this episode that um, yeah. So Jan's been asked out to dinner by Ken, so, so she can do her pitch. So she can do her pitch, and she's getting all dolled up. Oh, she's looking very glamorous. She's, she's got like Xanadu like, yeah, headband. Sort of headband. I've not seen anything like that for. She did look since, great though. Since the 80s, she, really. Uh, yeah, she that she looked amazing. Yeah. Headbands, headbands, and uh, glitter, glitter. She, she wasn't, no, she no. wasn't. She actually had a yeah. bit of a sparkle the, in the in front. In my head, the two go. T- the two yeah. are in, inextricably linked. But she did look yeah. super sexy. So Tom turns up, wonders why, why, why Kate's, Kate's there. there, and then he suddenly is is informed that that John's off out to dinner with Ken. And he's not. He's, he's not thrilled. He's not the thrilled. And also, we have. Um, so he says, "Well, why didn't he? Why didn't he come around here for tea?" And then, Jan he come around here for tea. We can, yeah, we can have Finder's crispy pancakes. Well, we're told and, by, and oven chips. Yeah, we're, yes. well, we, we've seen both Kate and. Well, Kate does a marvels when you, when you're not watching her with regards to the Chinese tea that she did last week. Yes. This week, she she seemed to be scrubbing with a. A mop, uh, sort of a, a pan, a pan, a yeah. pan brush. She's there d- doing something, just jo- scrubbing jo- a potato. It's, it's a vegetable brush. It looked like a pan. Well, that's what they look. That's what vegetable really? brushes look like. That's people who actually can be bothered preparing to vegetables. clean their vegetables. Well, ours comes out, out of the freezer section of Waitrose. No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. It's everything lovingly prepared yeah. by hand. We did have an allotment once, listeners. Yeah, that didn't go well, that, did it? That, well, I spent an absolute fortune on that allotment. but We never but, got a single... Well, we did, and we did the tomatoes. You got heat stroke when we had that really hot summer. Yes, and I got heat stroke tending to Jonathan's tomatoes. Yes, that's not a sentence I ever thought I'd say. <laughs> and uh, the uh, my pumpkins, the pumpkins were quite good. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's so, we, true. so we did do the pumpkins. Yeah, the pumpkins. Uh, so we spent about twenty thousand pounds on our. On raised on, beds, on a planet um, of of tomatoes and a couple of pumpkins. And then when we then I spent an absolute fortune buying what was it six ton of of topsoil yes. to put in my raised beds. Yes, and then and then we realised when you have to move the topsoil, it's six ton of top, top sometimes it's six tons is actually quite heavy. So we had to employ a hunky young gentleman. I, I, I employed it. It was a PE teacher for the local open prison. Yes, he and came, he came he round and did it with his top off. With his top off. <laughs> and we sat and <laughs> we, opened, we opened a, 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 we a bottle it. of wine. And yeah, I watched. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that we, had, we had an allotment. And all the lady allotmenteers, they came round. They, they came round and watched as well. Very popular. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, part of this part of this tale is actually being made up, but we're not going to tell you which bit of it is made up. <laughs> but we no now no longer have an allotment. No, no, and I no longer have heat stroke. No, and uh, I think I realised I like the idea of an allotment, and I like the idea of homemade veg. However, yes, no. I, I think an allotment is like a yacht, is like a swimming pool. It's we like when other people, people have them. Have them, yes. But we don't necessarily want one ourselves. No, no. So when I had a swimming pool at my house in, in Australia, but that was different. We had a pool person that did that. But fortunately, my very, very good friend Erica, 
she's bought she's buying a house with an indoor swimming pool yay yay when is she buying a yacht I don't know. Well, well, I'll have, to work, have uh, to work on no, that. No, I don't think she'll buy a yacht. I mean, she's no. having to fund a bloody swimming pool. That's, That's gonna Heating a swimming pool, especially the size one she's bought. Uh, Why is it a Maplin's Heidi High style Olympic size swimming pool? It's it's not it's not one of those tiny ones. The right? paddling pool. It, it's not a tiny. It, it it is a proper swimming pool. I don't think it's got a diving board, but I think it, it so is. It is I, the size. I don't imagine it would be deep enough to. When I was at school, um, a, a school friend um, from that had a house in Bowden or Altrincham. They had a tiny, tiny swimming pool, but we always had great fun. It was it was more of a plungy type pool, but it was it was, <laughs> it, was it was tiny. It was minuscule. It was a bit bigger than a paddling pool, um, but we did have fun. That was that was always good fun. It was always lovely because they that mummy his mummy did lots of gorgeous barbecues, which were. Marinating with gorgeous things. It was lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Anyway, moving well, I, back to how I've, I've lost the plot now. I don't know where, <laughs> I don't, where, I don't know where we are now. Friends with swimming pools. Why did we get onto that? Anyway, <laughs> I have no idea. Friends with yachts. Oh, no, vegetables. That's it. We're yes, to veg- yes. we're so, to vegetables so, to allotments yeah, yeah. to swimming pools so, to yachts. So, so Kate uh, is okay. scrubbing a potato. Uh, scrubbing a potato. Uh, she was going to boil some potatoes. So Jan goes off. Um, Tom has a, a little bit. They're, they're still sort of a bit angsty with each other, which is un- understandable. But Jan is really in, thriving doing this job. Yes. Um, so she, her proposal to Ken turns out to be let's not let's not do a one stop yachty shop. shop because people don't want to do that. No, they they want to go around the specialists and feel all important, yeah. etc. Let's do fashion. Fashion, yes, fashion. And then it gets dropped in that she went to a very very posh school, but she was only a day girl. But she was only a day girl, and her godmother helped out. Yes, so I mean, because it, 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 then it becomes more, a little bit more apparent that. Jan doesn't actually come from money. Well, we established that. Well, I mean, they, they, they've previously. come from proper standards, but yeah. it's just like a traditional middle class thing where they've put value on education yes. and all of all of that. So, so our parents weren't rich, but they had standards. They had standards, and and they knew what they wanted for their only daughter. Yeah. And I think, and it's become apparent that there, there is one daughter. And I think it's, there's, a, there's a really nice juxtaposition because you've got Kate that's had one daughter and you've got Jack that's had one daughter. And it, it is, and then you've also got Polly that's had just one daughter. We, we, we've twigged why Polly's only got one daughter later on in the series uh, when we meet Gerald. <laughs> Oh, we know Gerald's story. I can't believe we've not seen Gerald. I thought we, yeah. Gerald was coming to this episode. It's been, it's been quite a few episodes now. Oh, we're now on episode Gerald. five, and we haven't met Gerald. I mean, we're nearly halfway through the through the series, and we still haven't met uh, Gerald. Gerald. Um, but there are a number of characters who are yet to be introduced. And, but this is it's really really great because these characters that we're seeing are become are coming incredibly well formed. Yes. Um, so having a small. Dramatis personae, as they say, uh, in the first few episodes, does seem to make it quite, you know, tight. It's very intimate. Yes. And I think, and you, you care. I actually really care. I mean, I think the story, the, the story so far is brilliant. You can see 
you can see that, that where 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 Avril is coming from. Um, she's make, making a little bit of doughy eyes at at um, at Tom. Um, Tom, say there's been there was a conversation with Tom and Jan where uh, he's a bit jealous about Ken Masters, and then also Jan actually says, "Well, do you not think I should be jealous because I work with he, she works with Ken, uh, and Tom is jealous of Ken, and then she points out you're working with Avril, who's very attractive." And, and you can see that there's something oh there's the slight whirling where it's where I don't think Tom had actually really considered it but now that little nugget of an idea has been put there but also you've got Leo who is making doe eyes at, at, at the, yes. the lovely Avril yes so back to the yacht club. back, to the, back club. to the yacht club Avril comes in uh, Leo, Leo, goes Leo goes over, Aruga, uh, and he's having some drink with a with half an orange sticking out the side of it, while Avril is is drinking. It looks like a gin and tonic, and uh, her car is in the shop. We don't know what car she drives. I imagine it's a golf. Well, it is, isn't it? Well, we 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 do learn later what her car. Well, is. she, she oh, Avril is the epitome of golf driver, and I, it's really interesting with the cars because you've got. You've got uh, Tom, who's got the the, the, got jag, the Shaguar. The Shaguar. He's got the, the Jaguar. You've got Jan's, Jan's got, got the MG MG, MG Metro, Metro. Uh, and you've got Ken Masters with the Flash BMW, um, yeah. and you've got Kate with the the Morris, Morris Traveler. Morris Traveler, Morris, which yeah. that you just think, yeah, she's had that for forever. And, it, and it's well looked after. And you've got Leo on his motorbike. And his motorbike. And so I guess the, the choice of cars does... It's very reflective, it, isn't yes, it? It does, it does, when you think about it in that way, it does, it does sort of reflect on the And, it, and I think the it's, it's, it is even more so as the series progresses, how their cars progress, especially with regards to what Leo, Leo goes into. Spoilers, sweetie. Spoilers, spoilers. Um, so Leo is making doe eyes at Avril. I think he's reading the signs that the signs are little. In, well, it is very incorrect. Um, yes, he's he's putting one, two, and two together and, and getting something else. Six. And uh, we've got uh, it, this, this. This is all a relationship forming episode. I find yes. um, we've got because Avril's really not Mrs. Robinson, is she? No, no, she's not. And although she likes Leo. She, there is definitely yeah. no. There's no hello Benjamin moment. No, for, there there for is no. hello Mrs Robinson. No, none of that, and it becomes apparent that she has leased the cottage, so and but now she wants to decorate it, and quite rightly so because that car that, that wallpaper is vile. Yeah, I did like her her serving hat with the <gasps> louver doors, the, the louvery louvery door. I know when she comes through when she's got the tray. She's got the tray with all the bits and pieces on it. And then mm -hmm. she puts it on the floor. And then she's preparing everything on the floor. You would have thought, why did you leave it on the floor? There is a coffee table just by the side of... There's a side table just by the side of the sofa. But you've chosen to put the tray from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the floor. Just, just bear in mind that these that that whole that whole business will have been carefully thought out in advance by the director, and there will be a reason for it. It might not be immediately apparent, but there would be a reason for. Well, they it. didn't seem any reason for that. That seemed really bad blocking 
on that on that. I don't we'll get you. I know. It, no, that was that <laughs> Mr. Was, DeMille. Uh, that was really, really badly blocked out. I mean, the the dialogue was brilliant. It was probably it was probably to 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 be convenient for a camera placement. I I would suspect there'd be something about where the cameras needed to be that that made that necessary. I was just a lower coffee table. I mean, really, they didn't have of... IKEA back then. In but Paris. Had, there was a there was a bloody side table in shot. Yeah, but it's probably very expensive, and you're not allowed to <laughs> put a tray has, on it. Has, has to go back to, into the director's house after the <laughs> after the, the the filming had finished. Um, so we've got a little bit of the doe eyes. You can see exactly where Leo's going with that, and you've got a really, really lovely scene with Kate and Tom, where Tom where Kate says, tell me, tell me about it. Because obviously Jan has, hasn't asked because she's still feeling very prickly about it. And you can obviously see that Kate really, really likes Tom. And uh, and that is alluded to further on in the back end of this episode. So, and, and, and basically Tom takes Kate, down to the yard and explains exactly what mm. he wants to do. He wants to create a market, and so she Kate, asks, Kate shows the interest that Jan, Jan hasn't, hasn't shown. Hasn't shown, and he says, well, "I think there's a market for this because it hasn't been done properly, but I think I can do it." And she's like, really, really supportive, and I think that is that was just really well done. And you could imagine that that yeah, Kate's a really good mother-in-law. She's not one of these whole, like, sort of bombastic type of one. She's, she she's listens. Su- she's support, she, she, support, she supports everyone. She's like, she's like Mother Earth. Well, she's a cheerleader for, for all of them. I mean, she hasn't really had much of a dialogue with Lynn. She's, no, I don't think they've actually had, apart from, apart from the, 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 her brief appearance at the Chinese banquet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Last week, I don't think she's actually had much screen time with Lynn. With, with Lynn. No, uh, but she's had it with Leo. She's a very, she's a super grandma, and she's a super super grand. It's, 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 yeah, she is. She's really, really wonderful. Uh, anyway, she she does all the nice strokes and everything. Tom's feeling sort of like quite likes talking about what his plans are, and then it's it cuts to. Uh, the, the the meet cute of uh, Kate and Jack. Jack is walking down the middle of the the road, staggering, staggering. drunkenly, because uh, he's already um, he's put his car into the ditch. We don't see that. We don't see that, but, but that's uh, what's happened. Uh, that, that's what's happened. And there, you could tell there were they were having such fun with this scene. Because she winds the window down of a Morris Traveller and sort of gives them a little bit of a naughty, you've been naughty boy. And he's like, I was avoiding a hedgehog. In, yes. like, it was just gorgeous. So we have, we have, full, he's a great we have, drunk. We have full on drunk acting going on. But going brilliant. On and you can see, you can see the spark of like, that. The, the, there, was, there was a really, really good chemistry between yeah. those two. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, in the, again, not wanting to have any spoilers, there, there does, it does sort of feel like it develops into a, a will they, won't they kind of yeah. thing going on with, with Jack and jack and kate yeah which so, sort of develops further in in in, was, in, in, in the series yeah there is a there's definitely a chemistry of some 
There is, I mean, there is, I mean, the chemistry just totally sizzles. But they're, you can tell they are both really good actors, and they're mm. really going for it. Yeah. And you can see there's and great they're fun. E- they're playing off each other. They really are. And then we get the scene at Casper's. Oh no! Oh, before we get to Casper's with Ken and Jan, we have another scene in the Shag, Shag Palace. That is Ken Masters. He's got a spiral staircase. Dawn is reclining on. She's it, it, looking forward to an evening watching blue movies. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. So, Ken, 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 Ken. I shudder. <laughs> Sorry. Cough it up, love. <laughs> It's just bonkers because you've got Ken who's dressed up with a dicky bow. Dawn is very, very jealous and said, well, what am I going to do this evening? Well, I've got you some videos. And she's got like these porn it's, films. Yeah. It's no fun watching blue movies on <laughs> So I mean, it's just like, okay, yeah. Ken, what did you expect Dawn to do? Just, just, just yeah, like, <laughs> just, yes, just like, with just, the bits. Yes, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just told... Just hold that, so, keep that, keep that thought so, to yourself. So what was this Ken? Is, what the a, hell was Ken Masters this thinking? This is a family this, podcast. <laughs> Who buys their their living girlfriend a couple of blue movies just to entertain herself? Oh, I mean, she's not like a twelve-year-old boy or a thirteen-year-old boy. Well, I think I, I think that the intention <laughs> was that they would watch them together and. and have sexy time. So, sexy time. So she could have sexy time on her own yeah. while he's dressed up with his. So that she with, might get into the mood later on. With his dicky bow yeah. <laughs> while he goes goes off to Casper's. Casper's. Casper. I would love to go to Casper's. Casper's. Very, very. <laughs> yeah, but Casper's Kasper, was a studio set. It wasn't. You know, sometimes they do. They, they, they do. Outside, you know, not outside broadcasts, not silly, but they, they do location work for the restaurant. Yeah. But, but Casper's is a set. Is a set. Uh, but Casper's is used throughout the whole series of Howard's Way. Casper's is Drigger. But I think it's only in the first series that Casper's has the dance floor. So Jan is looking all flirty gurty with a trying with to keep her headband. A, with a head with a headband trying to keep a straight face. Where she's got she looks like she's got a main meal for starters, while Ken Masters is served this most disappointing prawn cocktail, which is like it's got a tiny tiny fork. Yes. Which is eating his prawn and there's one prawn gasping for you. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's doing it's doing breaststroke near the sewage outlet. <laughs> so, uh, it's balanced so, on a pile of mar- she, mari sauce. She pitches that she went to uh, so the, the the idea for a high class fashion boutique, and then mentions that she's got a few friends that she went to school with, and then you've got a huge, huge, huge amount of respect coming from Ken for Jan, and and he basically says. Well, You've got your old girls network. I say, like, that is really, really good. And he's in admiration for her. And he realizes that she can network him into this type of society, which he's always been on the outside looking in. And she's in the inner circle. She's not, she's privileged. And it's obvious, but she's been privileged, but it's the, the sacrifices that have been happened. And that's really, it's really nice that we're meeting, that we've got a little bit of Jan's story told through Kate while she's having that discussion with with Jack. And 
and you've got the story of Jan in this high-class restaurant and she's pitching it and she looks really excited. You can really tell there's a meet-cute between the actors, between Jan and, Jan and Ken, Stephen Yardley and Jan. <laughs> They're, they're, well, they just seem to be enjoying their. They really, they're, they're they really enjoyed that scene, and then he says, "Shall we dance?" Shall we and dance? And, 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 got this, the, and the minute they step onto the dance floor, they, they, the, the, soft the tango music, piano music stops, and suddenly the band launches into a tango. And they do a tango. And they oh, do a tango. I, oh, you could see that the <laughs> jam was having. Yeah, they, they did look they like they were having fun. They, they did look like they were having fun. You could tell Jar was like, they, they must have had such laughter on that set when they were doing that because he was bonkers. He really was bonkers. Yeah. Or he was doing everything besides having a, having a, a rose between his teeth. <laughs> so we, so we did. We did get a visual clue of that much well, earlier. We did have when, when she when he plops a rose into the into the Perrier into bottle. The Perrier bottle after he's come back from his his desk. lunch with Dawn. Yeah. So anyway, so while this is all going on, Jack and Kate. Well, Jack's got gone back to Kate's to to get a black coffee and to sleep off his his, his drunkenness. His drunkenness. I mean, and, <laughs> and he turns to a and Kate provides her ample shoulder for him to. Yeah. Pour out all all his frustration and oh, he's there smoking but, a cigar while has, eyeing up the brandy. <laughs> she has no idea who he who is. Who he is, which is kind of brave, a complete drunken stranger. I mean, he could have been a. But yeah. she's she is she's that sort of a no nonsense. She 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 could weigh up a person really well, and also he did, does make mention you took home a complete stranger. And she's, well, I've done I've done self defence, so I, I, it's a, a, a neat. A, a, a and she had a baseball bat underneath the sofa. <laughs> yes, with nails through it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I learned this at Rodine. <laughs> Thwack. <Yes. laughs> the softball team. Um, no, but so Kate's dispensing his her her advice as to what. He should do. He should do with the the interloper, okay. not realizing, of course, that it's, it's her son-in-law. Yeah, that uh, is it, interloping. It is, it, but we have lots of nice backstory with regards to her husband dying last year and missing. You got this, 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 this the picture of her husband. Uh, I think it's the first and only time we see the picture of the husband yes. in, in the in the the frame, and. Uh, it's it was really nice because you've got her backstory and it was just it was just the, the that that yeah. that whole thing it could have been a really dull woman. it could have been a really really dull scene but it was a really good there were there's, there was with all these actors the casting is done really really well because they are all sizzling off each other yeah. so They're, we have basically we have three sets of three sets of Couples in inverted commas so, with their storylines developing simultaneously. Yeah, we've got we've obviously we've talked about Jan and Ken at Casper's. At Casper's doing the tango. We have Jack and Kate, uh, with where Jack's trying to fight with Kate's folding uh, bed. <laughs> folding that that little most uncomfortable sofa. Yeah, bed. and we have uh, Leo and uh, Avril. Avril, and also we've got with. You've got Abby, who's been mooping around trying to find... Um, who saw Avril 
and Leo hopping onto their um, motorbike at the yacht club and uh, looked she, rather unhappy. She looked rather unhappy at that. And then she clomps off home. She clomps off home. And then she has a conversation. And you feel really, really sorry. Yeah, so Polly... Tries to... Tries she, to she, she, yeah, does try. she does try. She tries to build a bridge to Abby's heart. And... And it <laughs> failed <laughs> dismally because <laughs> Abby's not having any of it. No. And I just, I, I felt, I, I felt, I felt really sorry for Polly, and I, also I kind of felt sorry because there was this little scene where Abby, where Tom answers the door while Abby's looking. Hi, is Leo here to play? And oh no, is it maybe at the yacht club? And I say, oh, you, are you, uh, are you Abby Urquhart? And I said, oh yes. Well, you look so much like your mother. I was thinking. Yeah, and we're going. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Good job Polly wasn't there. She would have, Polly would be she'd devastated. She would have slapped him with her handbag. <laughs> she would stop flirting with him so relentlessly. Uh, but it really fair. In fairness, Polly's really trying. I know she, she she's sort of created a, a, a the own little monster by sending Abby off to finishing school, and the finishing school hasn't really produced the results that she had previously imagined or wanted for etc etc um and then what there was not there was another scene which uh, so jan is dropped off so uh leo goes home on his motorbike after so leo because a little peck on his on the cheek from avril when he leaves her thatch cottage yeah and they've agreed that that leo is going to decorate decorate for her so they have a bit little business arrangement going going on there because leo did his white knight business with Mm -hmm. avril it meant that lynn um didn't have a a a lift home. home so he asked nick to give to give or to walk nasty neck <laughs> nasty neck to to walk to, to walk, walk Lynn, Lynn home. home and then there was a, I say Lynn is just sort of she's just happy she's sort of a yachty girl and yeah. all she's thinking about is sailing 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 and Nick give, goes in for a kiss and she kisses him and then he really he really goes for it. He really it. goes for wandering it. Really hands wandering and hands. And she's saying, no, no. And he continues. He doesn't doesn't do any of that. And he said, oh, well, maybe we can go to the disco, discotheque in Southampton. Maybe I'll call you. And he's like, she's like, mm, okay, give me a call. And then she says, I don't think of you in this way. And then he's, he really turns on her and says, well, you're only interesting in someone with a yacht. Which is actually true. Which is, it is true. She's not it's interested in true. the in the romance she's just interested in sailing that's what all she's bothered about although she is quite enamored with uh giles from buffy the vampire slayer and his yacht mickey mouse Ugh, at least we didn't see a scene with that so she shoves him away and he's really crestfallen this nasty nick and then goes away with his tail between his neck his legs uh then she sort of goes and notifies tom what's happened and says, oh i'm not bothered about that but I was sailing, and then she said, "Then they go off on their father-daughter sailing on the flying fish." Yes, they have a moment, and also it's still alluded to. It's like, it's, well, the, the boat's still here, and we've been told we can use it when we want to. And, it's all very mysterious, and yeah. So it hasn't. Oh, that mysterious. still hasn't come. We don't. We don't know. No. Who we, has bought? No, and the flying but fish. that storyline is it. it it's dangling. It's dangling. It's a dangling it's thread. It's a dangling. It's a dangling, it's a dangling thread. Um, they so, come... when, yeah, so meanwhile, Ken has gone back home to Dawn 
and um, well, Dawn's there watching. Dawn's watching. Uh, uh, yeah. Some wildlife, <laughs> a wildlife documentary. It was a David Attenborough. Yes, I'm sure it was a David Attenborough. <laughs> it was a David Attenborough, the mating call of, yes. of plumbers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they have a, a bit of a, set, a set too. Two. Yeah, well, because I think Ken it's... orders her to leave. Yeah, so, so maybe this isn't working and I'll pay you off. And then she's like, oh, no, no. And then the, her last comment while he's, Tipping up the up the so going to the top of the spiral staircase. Well, how much? Okay. And I, I feel really, really sorry for Dawn. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's another suitcase, again, another hall. Uh, so <laughs> what happens now? No, that's that does Vita. Vita. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, sorry. No, it's not a little. It's a new kennel. Uh, but I really do. I feel sorry for. I really do feel sorry for for Dawn. Yes. Um, I mean, she's her own worst enemy. She is. And... She is. But she's got. You know, she's she's got a heart of gold. Well, we don't really see that much. Well, that's my fantasy. That's don't my fantasy. spoil it. I mean, I I would have liked more of. The, the Dawn character. Well, I would have I would have because, liked Dawn to reinvent herself as, yeah. as a high powered businesswoman and taught Ken a thing or two. But well, because she could happen. quite easily be a female sort of Ken Masters. They're both An antagonists. The, yeah, and and I think it was it was a, it was a, it, it's sad that she didn't come back in in sort of the Laura Wild sort of character. Um, because I think that would have really that whole retribution thing, where she is taking over Ken Masters, and I think it would have been really good for Dawn to have been in that role, because it would have been a, that would have been a full circle thing. But that's Sarah's five and six. Yeah, so we're jumping. We're way jumping ahead. way, 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 ahead. way ahead, So, and then we have sexy time. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's, it is. It is I mean, fairness, Jan and looks Jan sexy. In her, yes, in her, in her it was, neg- that was. negligee. A negligee. And Tom's like, oh, where's that from? You bought it for, oh, Ken Masters gave it to me and he gets really, really, yeah. <gasps> and then, said, no, you bought it for my birthday, silly. And I had not seen you in this. And ah, and it was really, really sexy, and they, it, 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 that was really well done, and, but you're thinking, oh, that scene goes and it cuts back to, to Kate and and Jack, uh, and then it becomes apparent. Then Jack, tells, yeah. Kate so the, Kate realizes who it is she's talking to, to and yeah. who the, who the characters in in his drama. Who she's saying you've got, to, you've got to stand up and everything yeah. and realise it's actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you come to think of it, so far in the in the series, Kate's advice giving hasn't necessarily well, been, it's, it, well, been. Well, she did say to to Jan, so uh, we, oh, we should go for this job. We should go for the job and throwing th- throwing uh, Jan into the into the arms of uh, yeah. of Ken Masters and upsetting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so may, maybe the lesson here is maybe Kate should stop giving advice because it hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't really Sticks gone the all love. that well. <laughs> so, and, uh, so she, we realise with that storyline what's happening there. Then we have the sort of the clash of Polly and Abby, um, where Abby is there started packing a duffel bag, and then we have the scene which is really really telling where. Jan's had sexy time with Tom, and she's she's looking quite she's happy. Looking and then she looks, smiley and happy, and, and Tom's she, looking like. And then she looks across like a to Tom, bottom. and then you can see 
that act that that scene was brilliant because you could see with Jan's face was suddenly she was like oh it's all sexy time and everything and she's very happy and content and her life's going everywhere and then suddenly she looks across to Tom and Tom is looking up at the ceiling there's nothing he hadn't done it wasn't frowning or anything like that and then you could suddenly see that scene with her face and you're thinking there's something there's something there's a finality here and that was really, really well done. And then the, next, the final scene we we have is of uh, Abby trudging down the nice couple yeah, street. There's been a lot of trudging in this. A lot episode. of trudging from Abby. A lot Abby. of trudging. Yeah, she's, this, this, this is Abby's trudgy episode. Trudges everywhere. <laughs> so, but overall, I thought this episode was brilliant. It was really good. The storylines are, are really, really rocking. It's all well. coming. It's all. I know. Five together. episodes in. Five episodes. And it is just really, really. Fabulous! It's great. So, oh, it's just it's just divine. Although I don't think Kate's Kate's advice and Kate's cooking skills. Yeah, though she does she does scrub up scrub a potato with great vim and vigor. She does. She, she put some fresh lippy on when she had tea with uh, with Tom. They were sitting down. Quite. She's got standards. She, she has got standards. Yes, she, she, standards. Dress, she dresses very nicely. So I really, really love this episode. And also, we had a really nice Jan episode, jazzy, jazzy Jan episode with her driving the MG Metro. Yes. So, Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is it going to be this week? Oh. A recasting reboot. Oh my gosh. Oh. Who is it going to be? Well, Leo. Well. Oh, Leo. Yes. Uh, I, I think the obvious choice would be Freddie Highmore, who is... Why do you think that, John? Because... Tell us why do you think that? There's a really good... It's a good heritage thing with regards to... Because Freddie Highmore is the actual son of the actor who played Leo Howard. Edward. Edward Highmore. And I think he's a really cracking actor in his own right. He was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, um, in the Johnny Depp one, and he was bit, he was in Psycho, the precursor for Psycho, not Psycho, wasn't it? And he's also in that oh, where yeah, the doctor with autism, that's a surgeon and what have you. It's a big American thing, um, but he's a really good actor in his own right. But I think he would be fay enough. Who would you think? Well, I would, I would say, say about I can, I, I get where you're coming from with, mm. with Maybe it's too obvious. I think perhaps. it is perhaps too obvious. There, there might be an argument to say that he might be a little bit too old. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, perhaps. So I'm going. My suggestion is probably someone that you will have absolutely no idea who. Okay, this is. I've got Google ready. Have who, you got Google? Who who are I you? would suggest Isaac Hempstead Wright for this role. Isaac Hempstead. Oh, oh, he's on Game of Thrones. Yes, he played Bran Stark in Game of Thrones. Oh, was he the one in the wheelchair or the yes. sort of the yes? The, um, yeah, he's yeah. Well, I suppose so. He's got that little elfing look yeah. about him, hasn't it? Yeah, I think he's and he's you know he's twenty one, so he's in the right ballpark as far as age goes, and he's got that sort of look he's got a bit of a leo look about him so that's that would be my suggestion for yeah for the the recast of leo yeah i mean that would work next week we'll do lynn that'll be difficult that's going to be a difficult that's going to be difficult yeah 
Because, because I don't know any any female actors of that, unless I probably have to look at someone from EastEnders or Coronation, <laughs> why, why, why? Coronation The hunting Street. ground for actors to go from a soap. But yeah, yeah I mean, so I, anyway, so. I mean, do, do, do you think the character of Leo, that sort of sort of new agey type of thing, type of character, I think it's still quite valid. Absolutely. I mean, I I think I think. It probably even more so now than the the than, than back then. Because the Leo character was all very Greenpeace, and even he said when yeah. Avril was asking, "Oh, what do you want to do when you grow up?" Um, and he said, "Oh, I wouldn't mind doing something in conservation." Or... Yeah. So there's even more room for um, that sort of you know eco warrior yeah. character. So I I think there's a lot of mileage in in a rebooted Leo. Because in fairness, I say this, the the values of most of the, the the characters are still quite valid now. Um, you've got the well, I yeah, I guess. I mean, there's one thing that you, perhaps people do say about Howard's Way is that it, it it does have a a Thatcherite quality about it. So there's some, I think there's some elements of it that are pretty eighties. But, but they're still trying to be the, the social climbers. There's still social climbers there. But I think nowadays, and you've got you've got like the Towie lot, which are all sort of facelifts. How, how would you know? You never watch it. We have watched Towie we, when, we, when? when we got that drunken Christmas when we were around to Library. So we watched one episode. We watched about three episodes years we, ago. Yeah. Well, that, that was it. And then so we, I think we watched three back to back episodes. We know as we know as much about it as we wish. Well, to they know. just repeat the same things, don't they? Who's shagging who? And blah 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 blah. And just look at plastic, fantastic. Because I think you've got that whole. The dawn is encapsulates that whole thing. Well, well, she's, 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 she's the epitome of the page three dolly bird the, yeah that that type of big hair that big hair where you sort of it's looks not much intelligence and or what or you see that's, or that's the thing though the, the intelligence has to be hidden because uh, that's not what's wanted from a trophy girlfriend like dawn yeah so, so however intelligent she might be she can't afford to to, to show it no um, but then you've got the likes of lynn who's super attractive she's also blonde but she's also she's very focused on what she wants as in she wants to sail that's what she wants she doesn't she doesn't want the trophy boyfriend she doesn't want to be the trophy girlfriend and i think it the storyline with regards to lynn is really interesting because she's 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 grown up with all these these lads and what have you the one that the, the nasty nick and she's not interested and she's not interested in them she's more interested into the next tier up and um but she also knows her own way and she's not gonna take any prisoners and i think that's really good and i think although it is very thatcherite and sort of business 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 well, we haven't even gotten really we haven't gotten to that business we've gotten to the business bollocks yet that's still to we yeah, the, yeah, the board the board meeting the boardroom shenanigans the amstrad pcws yes <laughs> with printouts so, on share prices yeah oh, yeah it does get a little bit prestel i think is the, <laughs> is the get, service it does get a little bit silly um, but overall, I think the, the themes that go through it are brilliant, and well, I mean, I'm, I'm like Howard's Way number one fan. Um, so, 
But anyway, all those lovely, lovely listeners out there, what did you think? Let us know. We are on all social media platforms at Antique Dust. And uh, please inbox us. Let us know. We have the tweet along at 8 o'clock every Sunday. Um, and then we launch the podcast straight after that. But it's hashtag on, tweet, on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. At hashtag Howard's Way. And uh, until next week, so long. That's Jonathan signing off. And this is Rob saying goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Listening to the Howard's Way podcast from Antique Dust. <laughs>